Let's offer that prayer, please. Say, Father, help me to have dominion over every part of my body in Jesus' name. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Help me, Lord, to have dominion over every part of my body. In the name of Jesus, right from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to have dominion over every part of my body. In the name of Jesus, help my family, Lord. Help our children, our generations to come, Lord. If you, Lord, tarry to have dominion over every part of our body in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I don't know if we listen. They said don't sleep too much. Some people sleep too much. You know, too much. And some people can, <laughs> if there's Olympics for sleep, some people can win double gold medal, triple gold medal. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, family. It's good to see us today. We're looking good. Can we turn to our neighbors and wish them good morning? Say good morning to them. Good morning, sir. Good morning, ma. Good morning, family. How was your week? Esther, good morning. Bonjour. Bonjour. Good morning, ma. Good morning, ma. Good morning, ma. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, sir. Chooks. Good morning, Bra Chooks and Sister Kerry. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, our eternal rock of ages, we worship you. Thank you, Father, for your grace, for your peace, for your mercy, for protecting us. Thank you, Father, for giving us life. Thank you, Father, for we are alive by your grace, by your peace, by your mercy. Thank you, Father, for another seven days of faithfulness. Thank you, Father, for making us see the last day in the fourth month of year 2023. Thank you, Father, for the birthdays in the fourth month. Thank you, Father, for the wedding anniversaries. Thank you, Father, for the multiple journeys for the multiple trips to the shopping mall, for the several times that we crossed the street. Thank you, Father, for we were not knocked down by any bike or any car. Thank you, Father, for our loved ones back at home for keeping them safe. Thank you, Father, for the body of Christ. Please accept our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Everything we've committed, Father, we pray you forgive us in Jesus' name. As we go into Sunday school, Father, we pray you be with us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Can we please be upstanding as we sing this Sunday school hymn? We're just going to do the first, third, and sixth verse of the Sunday school hymn. I believe it's, I think it's at the front. But it's also on the screen as well. If you don't have a Sunday school manual, it's right at the front of the Sunday school manual, but it's also on the screen. Sunday school on the Lord's day. Oh, how I love thee well. I am happy, it makes me glad to rejoice at thy birth. 
say this can we seek majestically you know we're sitting in the lord's presence so let's sit royal royally and gallantly if you want to cross leg that's fine um can someone please remind us we're going to be asking a lot of questions today don't be scared but we just want to try and make it as interactive as possible a lot of the questions we know we have answers to them anyway can someone remind us of last week's topic please Honoring God without looking at us on the school manner. We just, it's closed. Okay. Israel has the mic, so please pass it around as we ask the question. Honoring God, honoring God. That was our topic for last week. Before we do the summary of that, can someone please tell us what honoring mean, means? We're not having an exam. Um, adults are. What does honor, honor mean or honoring? Honoring people. Good try. Good start. <laughs> what does the honoring mean? What does honoring mean? Israel, you need to turn on the mic, please. Turn it on and is it prevail quickly. Honor means high respect for someone. Fantastic. It means high respect for someone. I respect for someone. God bless you. But in this case, we're saying I respect for God, right? Honoring God. I respect for God. Another word that they've used here is to bestow value upon somebody or to highly esteem somebody. Honoring God. That was our topic for last week. And our Bible verse, verse was in Malachi 1.6. And this was Jesus Christ telling some I mean, God telling some people of he said, a son honoreth his father, Malachi 1.6, if you want to open, and the servant is master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Seeth the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised their name? So I guess a question to us this morning is, are we honoring God? Are we giving God the respect that is due his name? Um, my wife tells me off a lot about this, getting late to church and all of that. And I bless God because I have her in my life. We're doing better now. I don't know. We men, we're just, we don't take something serious. Nah, it's church, we get there and all of that, you know. But she's always, you don't get late to work. Why must you get late to church and all of that? On honoring God. And you don't only honor God by getting to church on time, right? 
there are different different ways by which we honor God. But before we go into that, let's read about what happened to Eli when his sons did not honor God. Can we quickly have someone read, please? 1 Samuel 2, 29 to 30. 1 Samuel 2, 29 to 30. 1 Samuel 2, 29 to 30. going to read in NLT. So why do you scorn my sacrifices? This is God speaking to Eli and offerings. Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? For you and they have become fat from the best offerings of my people Israel. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel says, I promised that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests. But I will honor those who honor me, and I will despise those who think lightly of me. And we know what happened in the rest of that chapter, you know. But we pray that the Lord will always help us to give him honor in Jesus' name. We don't want the promises that he has made to our grandfathers and great-great-grandfathers to be taken away from us, you know. It's always good to honor God. How do we honor God? Why should we honor God? That's that we also spoke about that last week. God, okay, let me ask that from us first. Why should we honor God? Children, everybody, please. Prevail. Why should we honor God? Please answer us quickly. Let's make it interactive. Why should we honor God? Why should we give respect to God? Because he's the Almighty. Thank you, man. Why should we honor God? Ma? For our own benefits. Why should we honor God? Another answer, please. Why should we honor God? Because he answered our prayers when we were looking for jobs, when we were looking for children. A lot of us, we went to mountains when we were processing our visa to come to this country. And the Lord answered us. We should honor him because he's the creator and the one that sustains the heaven and the earth. As believers, we should honor God for whom he is because he's our father. In our recognition, we should also honor him in our recognition that the gift of eternal life and salvation of our souls come through Jesus Christ and him alone. We should honor God for his goodness and wonderful works, for all his benefits that we enjoy. All believers, all true believers are to honor God through our acknowledgement and confession that he is the one and only God. Now, how should we honor God? How? How should we honor God? Um, I need some res responses, please. So we know what honor means. We now know why we should honor God. How should we honor God? Ma? Through our obedience. Thank you, Ma. How should we honor God? Fantastic. So our prayers can be answered. So we honor God by praying to him, right? And when you're praying, you give him praise and worship, don't you? Yeah. 
I believe a lot of us do praise and worship when we pray at home. Uh -huh. Dickiness Lara gave a fantastic example. Two people. The first person comes to God saying, uh, well, yeah, thank you for what you've done, but you've not done this for me. You've not done X, Y, and Z. Why haven't you done it for me and all of that? Morning, morning, morning. And then God gave that person the gift of patience, of understanding. Basically, the gifts so that they can appreciate and recognize God more. Another person came, even though they had needs, all they did was to give thanks. And God, remember, even without you praying, he knows what you need. God gave them everything they needed. He gave them extra, and then he followed them with his presence. What more do you need for God to be with you? You don't even, you fight less battle because he's there fighting your battle. I pray the Lord will give us the grace to appreciate him more in Jesus' name. Amen. How should we honor God? We've already said through our prayers, through our praises and worship, through obedience. We give honor and obeisance to him through our adoration and obedience to his will. To esteem God as first in our lives is to totally commit our lives to him and devote our possessions to his service and glory. We also honor God through our substances. When we come to church and the Lord blesses us, like we say in this church is not compulsory, you give your offering, you give your tithe, you know, you give your first fruits. Now, as Christians in this church, we're encouraged to give our tithe. It is important. So we have the blessings of God. The offering bit is what we say, okay, it's optional. But tithes, we encourage everybody to give their tithes. It's for our own blessing. We must also honor God by living only because he is holy. And we are created in his image. Now, my question to us now is, like I said this morning, are there rewards for honoring God? Do we stand to gain anything from honoring God? Do we? If we say yes, please say yeah. Like they do in the House of Commons, say yeah. <laughs> if you believe there are no rewards for honoring God, say nay. Ah. <laughs> we have one nay. <laughs> you all know. <laughs> there are rewards for honoring God. Ma? Yes, the yes have it. The battles there is, is very, very funny, especially the last the last speaker. You can see his videos on, on YouTube, the last the last speaker, whatever his name is. Yeah, the rewards for honoring God. Great rewards. God will honor those who honor him. Can we quickly read that, please? First Samuel 2.30. First Samuel 2.30. Samuel 2.30. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, ma. I honor those who honor me. And those who don't honor me, I put a curse on them. Another reward is God gives us over overflowing blessings it gives us overflowing blessings so my question to us again is do we think it's worthwhile honoring god 
do we think it's worthwhile honoring God? Yes. He follows us with his blessings. He honors us and he gives us overflowing blessings. Now, honoring men is our topic for today. So we spoke about honoring God last week. Now today we're speaking about honoring men. Are there people in our lives that we need to honor? And the other part is we ourselves, what do we need to do for people to honor us, right? We're physical beings first before we transition into glory. So are there people in the body of Christ where we live, at our places of work, in our community that deserve to be honored? And then me, myself, and I, what do I need to do to be honored? Um, our Bible passage is in Romans 13, 7 to 8. Can we quickly read that, please? Romans 13, 7 to 8. And as we read that, I pray the Lord will teach us how to honor people in Jesus' name. Amen. 7 to 8, yeah. Give to everyone. Thank you. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. Thank you. God bless you. Here the Bible is telling us not to dodge an eye, right? <laughs> it says pay your taxes. Don't dodge an eye. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your tax, pay your council tax. You're not a student, you're claiming student. The Lord help us. I used to envy my friend when he was doing his PhD. Ah, it is well. <laughs> There's a song in Nigeria, it's adulthood na scam. It is a scam. Ah, adults pay so much money. There was a someone I listened to was like, ah, your child is at home. They want to leave home. I need my freedom. He was like, ah, please, I beg you. Take one day of work. Go and look for a house for them. He said they're at home. They turn on the eater. And then they leave the window open. They don't know. <laughs> it costs a lot to pay bills. They stand for 10 minutes in front of the fridge. Trying to make up their mind on what to eat. Electricity is going. The fridge is getting warm. And they turn on the eating. They turn on the tap. was like, don't worry. Let them go. Give them three months. They will come back. And say, Daddy, I don't know how you did it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Our memory verse is in 1 Peter 2.17. 1 Peter 2.17. We're encouraged to memorize this. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. There's no sisterhood there. <laughs> but I believe that's all encompassing. Love the brotherhood. Fear God and honor the king. So four statements. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Not King Charles. God. <laughs> honor the king. Honor all men. So there's two honor there. Both starting with on honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Does anybody want to try? We can do it. Uh, mm. 
fantastic. Can we give her a round of applause, please? Thank you. What's um, NLT? Okay. Honor all men. It is good to honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Love, proper love, not just eye service. Fear God and honor the king. In our previous lesson, which we've just gone through, we learned about why and how we should honor God. We also learned the meaning of honor, which is to bestow value upon someone or highly esteem another. The Bible exhorts us to give honor to whom it is due. And we've already read that in the book of Romans 13:7. In this lesson, we'll attempt to categorize those who deserve honor and how we can attain honor as well. I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. This is an exercise we all need to do. Can we quickly all open our books to our Bibles to Romans 13, 7 to 8? And we'll read those two verses together as a church, please. We need to open our Bible electronically and if you have a physical one. Or actually, let's all read it on the screen. So we're reading from the same one. Are we ready? Are we ready? One, two, three, go. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation of love to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you fulfill the requirements of God's law. And Jesus Christ, while he was on earth, he summarized the whole law into two, didn't he? Can anyone remind us? The two. Ma? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your something. <laughs> and the second one is the same. Love your neighbors. Thank you, Ma. Love the Lord your God with all your might, everything in you. And the second one is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. You will fulfill the requirements of God's law by doing all this. And it says, owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. I believe that is because you don't love someone once. It's a continual process, isn't it? I don't say I love you today, I don't love you tomorrow. It's continuous. I love you all the time. That is why at times our children, they do some, just, they just walk away. Because if you pounce on them, maybe some of them will not be here anymore. Because you're just so annoyed. Why are you asking me this? You tell them, go and bring Rapa yesterday. You say the same thing, go and bring Rapa. And they're looking at you like this the next day. Like, ah, is Rapa, is it not the same Rapa from yesterday? It is well. And then at times, I, I, I didn't see myself in my son when I was at his age. Some of the things I was doing, why my parents was reacting. I remember one day, I cannot forget, maybe one of the things I remember, I don't remember a lot from my childhood for whatever reason, I don't know. I remember my dad and mom were going out. But I think I did something to my brother. My, they've not even got to the car. My dad came back and he beat me. And I remember so at times when my son does some things, I'm like, ah, I think this is why my dad is like this. <laughs> we need a lot of love for our children. We need to love them passionately. Otherwise, it is well. 
if our parents didn't love us passionately, we probably wouldn't be here. A lot of us were, I don't know, we were so lovely, so obedient. <laughs> not, not the other one, yeah. <laughs> very, very honorable, it is well. Who deserves honor? Remember, we're talking about honoring men now. Which men deserve honor? The idea of honoring people is biblical and can be showcased in many of our basic relationships. So basically, we're going to be naming some categories of people. And at the end, we'll just come to the realization that we need to honor everybody. Everybody we come into contact with. So let's touch on the categories now. It says here, and like he said there, can we read verse 7, please? Verse 7. Thank you. Thank you. So the point we want to pick there is honor to those who are in authority. Now, in our communities now, this is not just church. In our communities, we have councillors, we have MPs, we have prime ministers, we have presidents in Nigeria and France. Some countries have presidents, we have kings. We have people in positions of authority in our community. The Bible is admonishing us to honor them. We're to honor especially those in authority through obedience and demonstration of respect irrespective of their age or qualification. And I'll, had, I'll tag a bit at the end there, like Sister Tinuke said on Friday, without discrimination. Without discrimination. This comes from the fact that they represent God's ultimate authority. Can we read the same Romans 13, 1 to 2, please? Thank you. Israel, can you please pass the mics to people that are talking? Thanks. For all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. Anyone who rebels or rebels, like some people say, against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. So everyone in a position of authority, God is asking us to respect them. Even though you agree with them or disagree with them, respect them. Now, the second one is the clergy. The clergy. The ministers, the deacons, the deaconesses, the pastors, assistant pastors, HOMs, assistant HOMs. Everybody in a position of authority. Every leader in the body of Christ. The Bible is asking us to respect them. Can we quickly read, please? First Timothy 5.17. First Timothy five seventeen, quickly please. Elders who do their work well should be respected and paid well, especially those who work hard at both preaching and teaching. In fact, in our Sunday school manual here, it says give them double honor. Double honor. So you must res doubly respect them. Now, I'm, we've spoken about two people that we need to respect. Can someone remind me of the first one, please? 
people in positions of authority. And the second one, clergy, our leaders in the church. The third one are our colleagues that we work with, employee-employer relationships. We're equally commanded to honor one another in our employer-employee relationships. So people that I work with, I need to honor them. A lot of us in our places where we work, we have people that are younger than us as our managers. The Bible is telling us to give them honor. We have people that are older than us as our managers. The Bible is asking us to honor them. Everybody that you come in contact with in your places of work, honor them. Ephesians 6, 5 to 9, please. Ephesians 6, 5 to 9. We need a fast reader, please. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Thank you. It says, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Don't let this sincerely be missing in your honor of your colleagues, of your bosses at work. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Husband-wife relationships. Ephesians 5.33, and I'm going to read very quickly. It says, So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. We've spoken about four people or categories of people that we need to honor and respect. Can we quickly run through them, please? The first one, people in authority, yeah. Second one, third one, fourth one, husband and wife. It is reciprocal. A lot of the times, we husbands, we deserve us. We demand respect. The Bible is telling us to also respect your wife, yeah. Your wife does the laundry. Maybe you to do the dishwashing at times. Yeah? Your wife does the house cleaning. Maybe you to look after the children if you have kids for an hour or two. Our wives, they need rest. We don't they need rest. Mm? So we men, we should help whenever. I know we work. We men, we can say we work nine to five. But at the same time, look, this is the way I see it. If, yes, if you run your wife to the ground, you're stuck with her for life, aren't you? Uh -huh. If your wife is looking good and loving, eh? it is you, isn't it? And God forbid, if after six years into marriage or seven years, and you're looking at her like, ah, Jesus, help me, it is you. Yeah, it is you. So do your bit. That is how it works, right? Help her so you, she can help you as well. And, yeah, children-parent relationships. The command to honor our parents comes with a promise. To do otherwise is to attract untimely death. Children, are you listening? Children. Uh -uh. Children, are you listening? Good, thank you. Can we quickly read, please? Can we have one child read Exodus 20:12? Israel, what's your Bible? Exodus 20:12, please. 
Exodus 20:12 Honor your father and mother then you will live a long full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you Thank you So not just children alone I know a lot of us adults here we still have parents The Bible is asking us to honor our father and mother so we can live a long full life in the land the Lord has given us Can we also read Matthew 15:4 please Matthew 15:4 For instance, God says, honor your father and mother and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. I pray that will not be our portion in Jesus name. Amen. Overall, the Bible admonishes us to honor all men. That's, that can be found in the book of 1 Peter 2.17. Quick question for, for us now. Should the wicked or ungodly leaders be honored by us? Should we honor the wicked and ungodly leaders? Can we have a quick conversation about that, please? Just for a minute. A minute, like my son used to say. Now he's older. The wicked and ungodly leaders, should we honor them? I know a lot of us have passionate views about this. This is our opportunity to talk. We're quiet, too. The wicked and ungodly leaders, should we honor them as Christians now? Sir? Bratrick say yes. Why, sir? Thank you. Great answer. He said if we go contrary, sir, are you not obedient? <laughs> So what do we say to um, activism? Activism, the activist. If you, if you see something going on in the government policy, example, we're talking about policies in schools and so many other things that are not godly. So where do we stand if we speak up against all of those? As, um, as people would do, say Martin Luther King, at some point when you know, discrimination and anti-people policy was um, you know, very much in reign in America, it stood up and all of that. So what do we say about you know, activism vis-a-vis -vis, um, respect or honoring leaders? Bami has a quick answer. 30 seconds, Bami. Hello. Yeah. Well, all I'll say is on that, the Bible says, give unto Caesar what's Caesar's and give unto the Lord what's Lord's. Following your example in uh, instances like we have uh, Martin Luther King fighting for the, he followed the laws of the land. And even in his fight for people's rights and us uh, ensuring that people are getting every single thing they need to get in order we still have to obey the laws of the land. We're not going against the policy. It's not disobeying the laws because he did it in a peaceful manner. He didn't break any laws. That's why they were able to, and God was able to help him. So we can still obey the law as well as actually fight for what's right. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, thank you. So I think what he's trying to say is, and I'll just maybe add a little bit. So there's freedom of speech, there's honoring, there's disrespect. 
So you can share your opinion in a respectable way without any disrespect. I'm not burning your car. I'm not throwing eggs at your window. I'm meeting you and having a civil conversation, saying this is my opinion. I don't support what you're saying. I have nothing against you, but I don't support what you're saying. The person is older than me. I'm not saying sad. I don't think you're this correct. I think you're, you're 65. I've, I've heard when people go, I'm only joking. You know, but I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way. You know, I'm saying I don't agree with you. This is my opinion. I'm saying it without dishonoring you. Does that? Praise God. To the leadership, can I borrow five more minutes? Because otherwise we won't we won't finish it. Yeah, that is our dog. Five seconds. My own contribution is constructive criticism. And before you criticize, you engage constructively too. If that fails, you can criticize them openly so that people will be aware of what you are doing. Then if can't get that, and uh, they are still going the other way. Then you yourself, you have to know nothing that is to participate in such a uh, uh, politics or you know, a conservative in order to get those anti-people's um, um, policy out of the way. Why to rain on, uh, on what goes wrong? I need to bring it uh, into play. So that's my Thank you, sir. God bless you, sir. Constructive criticism. Now, how can we attain honor? As Christians now, how can we attain honor? The Bible teaches that true honor is found in God. I think we need to understand that. There's honor and there's honor. But if you want true honor, it can only be found by God. I think we need to establish that. Can you quickly read Deuteronomy 26, 19, please? Deuteronomy 26, 19. And if you do, it will set you high above all the other nations he has made. Then you will receive praise, honor, and renown. You will be a nation that is holy to the Lord your God, just as he promised. Anyone who wishes to attain true honor must first have a cordial relationship with God. True or false? True or false? I only invite people I know into my house, for example. I only wish people I know happy birthdays on their birthdays. I only give gifts to people I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So God must know you. You must have a cordial relationship with God before God can honor you. To attain honor, we must do the following things. As Christians, we must be righteous. Somebody say righteous righteous we must live a holy and righteous life proverbs 21 21 please proverbs 21 21 who 
whoever pursues righteousness and unfailing love will find life, righteousness, and honor. We can see honor there. Whoever pursues righteousness, pursue righteousness and you will be honored by God. To receive honor ourselves, we must be humble. Somebody say humble. Last week we spoke about anger a little bit during our workers chats. We during our Sunday school scopes last week we spoke about honoring God. Today we're saying honoring men. We must be humble. Proverbs 22:4. And can someone also open to Proverbs 15:33, please? Proverbs 22:4, please. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches honor and long life humility when it is true accomplished with the fear of god will lead you and i to riches honor and long life proverbs 15:33, please yeah 15:33. thank you god bless you fear of the lord teaches wisdom humility precedes honor before you expect humi- before you expect honor be humble it says another point is to be wise and intelligent the first one is we must live a righteous life must be righteous the second one is humble the third one is to receive honor we must be wise and intelligent can we quickly read that please proverbs 478 proverbs 478 Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. To receive honor, we must be wise and be intelligent. We must also be hardworking and diligent. Hardworking and diligent. And the fifth point is we must be faithful and maintain integrity among others. Now, if we analyze all those five points, the things you must do, right? You must actively work to be righteous, right? You live a holy life. It requires some work. To be humble, it requires some level of work. To be wise and intelligent, it requires some work on your part. To be hardworking and diligent, it requires some work from you as well. To be faithful and maintain integrity, it requires some work. So what that means is you can't sit down without doing anything and expect to be honored. It's something we must work on every day. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Final question before we pray. Should wealth or riches be a criteria for honor? Should wealth or riches be a criteria for honor? Yes or no? No? Why, ma? Why? Or you just think, no, it shouldn't. Why did they say that? Romance, right? I'm coming now. 
where, sir? Where did you read it? It is well. Okay. Any other? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Rich, they could be poor. Yeah. Husband and wife, you could be rich, you could be poor. Yeah. So we are told to honor everybody. It doesn't say honor the rich yes. or the wealthy. It says honor to those who deserve to be honored, which in this criteria that we are learning today is everybody. He hasn't given a caveat unless we've missed it. So wealth or riches shouldn't be a criteria for honor, right? That's what we're saying. We respect and honor everybody, but shouldn't be a criteria. Right, and like we've rightly said now, we should, you know, respect and honor people with certain characters, right, in certain positions in our life. Respect everyone and love the family of believers, fear God and respect the king. We should honor and respect everybody. Wealth shouldn't be a criteria for honor. In summary, as we close, give honor to those who deserve it and earn it yourself by paying the price. If we honor those promoted by God, it will honor us too. Do not look down on anyone. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, do not look down on anyone? Say, respect everybody, irrespective of their age, or gender, uh -huh. or race, or wherever they come from. Funny um, joke before I go. I saw on Instagram, I think the guy must be joking. I think he just came from Nigeria and was like, he was ranting, he was like, can you believe? He said, I've left that job for them. Can you believe somebody's calling me mate at my place of work? You know, irrespective of age, respect everybody. That age, we still carried from Nigeria. A lot of things we should have left in Ikeja, but it is well in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we pray, please? Can we say, Father, help me to attain honor in Jesus' name? Father, help me to attain honor in everything I do in the name of Jesus. Help me to attain honor in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Apologies for taking.